BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Come back! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenzi. The Prince, the players, the hustlers, the people at Pustom, and everybody else in between. The Friday Night Free Show has begun, begun, begun. Zero Six M Channel 159. We've got a super stacked weekend coming up. We're on the clock. We're breaking it all down. we got a full house on the show. Keith Smith will step up and in from Spot Rock and Celtics blog. Front office show. Keith Smith in the house. We talk NBA basketball. He covers the Boston Celtics and more. He covers the association, but he also also uh, covers the Boston Celtics. So we'll break down the Celtics and the Miami Heat. Massive game six from South Beach. We got the big game five Saturday night, straight from the strip of Las Vegas, the Vat of the Dallas Stars and the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, we've got a big weekend of uh, motorsport. To me, that's what it's sort of all about this weekend. We got the Formula One from Monte Carlo. We got the Indy 500 from Indianapolis. And uh, we've got the uh, Coca-Cola 600 from North Carolina. So we got a full slate of racing uh, on this uh, holiday weekend. So we're going to be breaking it all down. We've got Rob Vino in the house. Of course, we're going to talk USFL football uh, with Rob. We'll talk Major League uh, Baseball with Rob as well. Tony Finn. We'll kick it with us as well. You know, we always talk baseball with Tony. We'll talk NBA basketball with Tony. Gabe Vincent is listed as questionable uh, for this basketball game. And I swear, man, we said it a million times earlier in the week as far as if the, the Miami Heat needing to close out when they had the opportunity to close out due to the fact that every time you step on the court, something bad can happen. Injuries happen, all right? You know, it doesn't matter. For white cast, people thought he was dead the other night for a couple of minutes. That's soccer. Anytime an athlete steps onto a pitch, a field, glass, whatever, you know, there's it's it's a dangerous situation. And we talked about the the Miami Heat trying to mitigate any sort of injuries, right? You know, the quicker you get out, you know, the quicker you're you get through without getting anybody hurt. The longer you're on the floor, only bad things can happen. And there's different ways. We've used the analogy about them robbing a bank, but they're staying inside the vault for too long. It's like, you know what, guys? You did everything right, but you're staying around too long now. You've got to leave, man. you got to flee the scene. And you could argue that tomorrow night is the final chance for the Miami Heat to flee the scene. I'm not so sure. The way things have been going, who knows? Boston could roll over and end up losing Game 7 anyways. But I don't want to take the chance if I'm Miami, and I don't want them to take the chance. Because I've got a big play on the Miami Heat to win this series. I think the Miami Heat will win this basketball game tomorrow. But they're going to need Gabe Vincent. And it's pretty crazy to say that, you know, any team needs Gabe Vincent. (laughs) But the Miami Heat don't really have a lot of bodies left. Like, they need Gabe Vincent to play in this basketball game. And not just play, but they need him to play pretty well. He doesn't have to be amazing, but he needs to play well enough. The late night 
Undertaker match with class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morency. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. The quickest 180 minutes in sports talk radio begins now. We got a full house on the program. Keith Smith's going to step up and in from Spot Rack at Celtics Blog at the front office show to break it down with us. We talk Miami Heat and Boston Celtics. We're going to hit the National Hockey League game. Five Dallas Stars in Las Vegas Golden Knights. It's a massive weekend of motorsports this weekend with the Indy 500, the Coca-Cola 600, and of course the Formula One Monaco Grand Prix from Monte Carlo. It gets started early in the morning, Sunday morning, and it rolls through with the Indy 500 into the Coca-Cola 600. We'll talk Major League Baseball tonight. Tony Finn will step up and then straight for the strip in Las Vegas, Nevada, as the Las Vegas Athletics have actually released their first rendition of what their stadium would look like on the Strip. They chose a great time to do it as they open up a homestand tonight uh, against the, the, the Houston Astros. This thing is an absolute disaster. Major League Baseball, air quote, will be voting on the, the, you know, the, the potential move. And as I stated, you know, this outcome is more known than a Nicaraguan um, election is. Let's be real. There's no turning back uh, right now at this point in time. Yet here are the Oakland Athletics playing in an empty stadium in front of a few heartbroken fans. And how can you blame anybody in Oakland for wanting to go? Imagine you're in Oakland and, you know, maybe we should go to the A's game tonight. And then you see on Twitter a couple of minutes later their nice, beautiful new stadium right on the strip in Las Vegas, Nevada, when they got a bunch of dead rats and possum living in that hellhole of a dump of a stadium that they're playing in now. We can play the blame game. Oakland Athletic ownership clearly didn't really want to be there in the end, but there were a million different proposals and projects and everything else in between that always fell through. It's sad to see the city of Oakland get gutted uh, like this. They already lost the Raiders. Now they're going to lose the Athletics. The Golden State Warriors, yeah. It's not really the same. Number one, the Golden State Warriors used to be in San Francisco. And number two, San Francisco and Oakland are separated by a bloody bridge, okay? Las Vegas and Oakland are not separated by a bridge. They're separated by a lot of dead bodies in the desert. This is Sports Rage. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. I just can't live without Rage Hall. (laughs) 
complete that anger match request. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Moretzi. The pips, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Let's do this thing. Tony Finn will step up and in in a couple of minutes uh, from Las Vegas, Nevada. Look forward to Tony's take on uh, Game 6 of the NBA Eastern Conference Finals and Saturday's Major League Baseball card. we got a full slate of MLS soccer, and I like it. I like it. I like, you know what, it doesn't mean if you really like something, it's going to like you back. I've said that before. Just because you love something doesn't mean it's going to love you back. I've also said it a million times that, you know, and it happens in the NFL, right? NFL Sunday, all week you're looking at the games. You're like, man, I don't really like anything. This is a really tough week. And then at the end of the night, that Sunday night, you're like, I can't believe I'm up $4,000. I didn't even like the card this week. Right, you know, last minute you did like things, you know, and then you started to pick in game or whatnot. And then there's other times where it's like, man, I love this card. <laughs> and then at the end of the night on Sunday night, you're like, oh my god, that was a disaster. So really, really liking something doesn't really mean it's automatically going to pay back. Uh, but we do like the cards uh, this week across the board. Like I said, I look at the MLS card this week, and there's a lot to like about it. A lot of the games just sort of naturally jumped off the screen at me. Similar to tonight with Major League Baseball. Like, um, tonight, we, you know, we did well with baseball. You just sort of don't overthink things. Ride the flow. Ride the wave. We talked about the uh, the Boston Red Sox and the Arizona Diamondbacks, and it was great stuff tonight with Steve Merrill on uh, Game Time Decision slash In Game Live, in which I discussed and I said um, how I don't like I don't like betting on teams coming back home after a successful road trip. And you know, I don't like teams back home after in game one after a road trip, but especially if it's a s- successful road trip. And Steve, like, really backed it up as far as the numbers were concerned. It's something, you know, to, to remember moving forward. So we pulled the trigger with the, uh, the Boston Red Sox uh, tonight. And I can tell you, for those of you that tailed our play with the Dallas Wings and the Seattle Storm to go over 161, this is, like, really one of the easier winners that we've had uh, 95-91. 95-91 final score. We're crushing the WNBA so far this year. I like. Listen, the good thing about the WNBA so far in their schedule is there's just been like two games at a time. So it's like, you know what I mean? They had two games a couple of nights ago, two games tonight. So you can just sort of, it's not overwhelming, and you can just sort of pick your spots. And to me, when I looked at tonight's card, the first thing that jumped off the screen at me was, whoa, Dallas and Seattle to go over the number. And the game sails over the number, 95-91 final score for the Dallas Wings. They beat the Seattle Storm. So final score, 95-91. It's just officially over right now. And as we stated, the total was 160.5-161. It obviously sailed over the number. That's something to keep our eye on moving forward uh, as well. We've got uh, live baseball going on right now. Uh, Boston Red Sox are up 7-2 on the D-backs in the top of the ninth inning. The road teams are dominating right now. And there was a lot of sort of situational spots, right, where it just felt – listen, I didn't bet the Marlins in the Angels game. But with the Marlins rolling in here after the success that the Angels had against the Red Sox, it felt like a Marlins spot tonight, and the Marlins are winning 6-2. Uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, Boston weren't going to lose every damn night on this West Coast road trip. They had a lot of bad luck in um, in Los Angeles against the Angels. Chris Sale has pitched much better as of late. And that's another thing, too, if you're out there. Don't fall. Like, do your own research and dig into the numbers. Don't just, like, don't just, like, think, oh, everybody makes fun of Patrick Corbin, so I'm going to bet against him without actually looking and seeing what Patrick Corbin is doing or – you know, how many people out there, I'm sure, today in videos, shows, and online and everywhere said, oh, Chris Sale sucks now. Chris Sale does not suck now. You know, six of his last eight starts have been quality starts. Chris Sale did struggle when he came back. He is not struggling as much anymore, right? Like, you can't just live in the past with this stuff. So Boston are up 7-2. And uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates. And this was an also just sort of a good situational spot in the sense that the Seattle Mariners really aren't that good. The Mariners are underachieving. They're an average baseball team. They just played Oakland, and it was a struggle. Yeah, they beat them, but it was a struggle. And 
now you get Pittsburgh rolling in here, not to mention you had Keller on the hill here tonight, but how about that, though? The total was like seven tonight. It's 17 and a half right now. Maybe Seattle could come back. It's 10-6. The only play I had in this game was the um, Keller strikeout prop over six and a half, and Keller ends up with eight strikeouts. The number hits again, and I promised myself that I wouldn't get mad about this, but I'm not mad mad, but Keller went up to seven and a half. It was six and a half minus money. It went up to seven and a half plus 130, and I didn't like it. I was like, I played it. I actually ended up splitting it in two because I was like, man, it's seven and a half. He's probably going to get to eight. You're getting plus 130, but I don't want to get burned if he gets to seven. He ends up getting to eight, so you're getting the plus 130. I wish I just would have hammered that. Yet, it looks like the party's going to come to an end now for the Mitch Keller strikeout prop party. The strikeout prop party. And it has been. He, he pitches for the Pittsburgh Pirates. There's a lot of peas here. Package absolutely positively has to get the Pittsburgh overnight. And he pitches for the Pittsburgh Pirates. And um, Keller's been money, man. This guy, he's in like top top three, top four for in Major League Baseball as far as strikeouts are concerned. But he's not a household name. Nobody really knows who he is. He's on the Pittsburgh Pirates. He's never on national television. But his strikeout prop keeps creeping up, man. You know, from the four and a half to the five and a half to six and a half minus money. Now seven and a half to plus money. So he gets to eight. And next time they're going to deal a seven and a half. They're going to get tired of getting beat. I know Keller's gone over. I mean, it's it's an ATM machine. This thing, Keller's Keller strikeout prop to the over. So we cash the uh, the Keller strikeout prop to the over, and in fact, then we posted some plays for you after we gave these plays on on the radio TV show tonight. We posted them on Twitter as well. Red Sox to win the game, Hunter Brown to get the win for the Houston Astros at plus one thirty five. Uh, same game parlay at plus 105. Astros win. Brown over five and a half strikeouts. Both those hit. Red Sox are up 7-2. Keller strikeouts go over. And uh, Wing Storm go over 161. So what's the word I'm looking for? Sweep? I guess that's the word I'm looking for. It's a nice smooth 5-0, and oh, except I don't want to mush this. With the uh, with the D backs and the Red Sox, that game is still going. The only thing is, I already got paid for it because they were up by five runs. So um, I've already been paid for it, but um, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to ruin this nice little five and zero run on the way out. And if you were tuning in to Game Time Decisions tonight too, we gave you the CFL preseason game under forty four and a half. It came in. They landed at freaking forty three. I got greedy, and I played an in-game under 42-and-a-half after I put the 44-and-a-half in, and I ended up losing. They kicked a field goal, 42-yard field goal, with no time left on the clock. Montreal Montreal were trailing by nine points. They were trailing by nine freaking points with, um, with a minute and 40 seconds left, and they came back and they won the game. <laughs> They hit like wasn't like a Hail Mary, but it was one of those you gotta be kidding me that that was just completed type of deals for a touchdown. Then they got the two, and then they ended up kicking a field goal to win, and we lost our in-game total 42 and a half. But you know what? You can't win them all. In the words of George Costanza, we're back, baby. The late night anger management class. This is Portridge. I am Gable Brandt. See the pips, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. To Late Night Anger Management Class, this is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Bradsey. Series 6 and 10 to 159, Sports Grid Radio Networks. 7 2 in this baseball game. And uh, I don't want to mush this thing. Let's just get this thing over with uh, right now because we said, oh, well, we're on the Boston Red Sox and uh, it's officially over. Is it over? They're coming over and uh, shaking hands? No, no, it's not over. What's going on here? Yes, it is over. <laughs> okay. I'm like, is it over? And I'm like, yes, it is. That was a weird sort of mini celebration the Red Sox had. It's like they started and then they stopped. But nevertheless, it's officially done. So nice, uh, clean sweep for us. 5-0 and on the way out. We gave you five picks on the way out on game time decisions and all five win. As I stated, I like this weekend's card. I like the USFL card. I like the motorsport card. Um, baseball, we'll see what Tony Finn has to say about the baseball card, and we'll see what he has to say about the NBA. And, of course, we've got the NHL game. I believe we've got Tony Finn ready to go right now. Is Tony ready to be unleashed? Tony Finn, how you doing, Tony? Well, I don't know if you want to unleash I mean that that would be like uh, telling me telling me to speak my mind and my no, mind. No, 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 it's not No, it's not uncensored. No, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> the restraint, Tony Finn. How you doing, Tony? <laughs> uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I, I was two minutes early. I thought I was two minutes early, Gabe. I my my sincere groveling, and that was ah. last week. Last week you sent me a message that said sorry, nine twenty five, and I just looked up at it and said okay, nine twenty five. And uh, then I saw a message of the dialing and saying, Tony, are you dead? Where are you? Yeah, no, so yeah, no. We, well, we never know. We, me and Matthias just sort of assumed yeah. that Clark County is the first place we think of. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Honestly. Oh, Area 51. <laughs> Yeah, and and area fifty one. No, but it's good. Uh, you know, thanks thanks for joining us. So, I was talking about the uh, the Boston Red Sox game, and it was an interesting handicap in the sense the Arizona Diamondbacks were smoking hot. They were underdogs. Boston just got swept by the Angels. They're you know they're struggling on the road this week. Yet to me, all the signs just my gut instinct was telling me all day, Arizona's a trap. And people think Chris Sale is struggling, but if you actually look at the numbers and follow the games, this is like, what, his last eight starts, six quality starts. And, you know, digging in deeper, we had one of your colleagues on, Steve Merrill, today, and he was talking about Ralph, Ralph Michaels talking about teams back off of a road trip. And this, I just, I've, been, I've been a proponent of this forever, Tony. I don't like betting on teams that have a good road trip in their first uh, home game back. And the numbers backed that up, and Arizona fell into that spot. And get this, Tony, even more so, teams that are back home after a successful road trip and have a day off before they play their first game do even worse than if they played the day before as Arizona fell into this spot today. And uh, Boston beat them tonight, Tony. Yes. Well, you just that was a mouthful that you just laid out there. And, and instead of trying to uh, comment on each one, road trips, you know, it's funny, sport from sport to sport is all different, isn't it? I, I consider a road game, or at least a home game after a road trip in, in the NBA, much like a road game. Uh, the readjustment, adjusting being back home, et cetera, et cetera. Baseball's a little different, especially the day off. Um, much of it in my world, my orbit, 
is dependent on how much bullpen was used on the you know last three games of the road trip. Yeah, but cetera, I just said the teams the teams do right. worse with the day off. That's coming correct. Back after. Yes. Yeah, I don't. I don't. It basically, it's that is that. Now I heard you read those numbers. That was that from Ralph. Is that uh, this year? Last five years? Is that traditionally? Is that you know? What I mean, I'm I'm wondering what the time span is on that. Oh, uh, you know what? They actually sent it to me. I could dig in on this, but you know, Ralph, he's crazy. He's sure. got a million of these yeah. things, right? I mean, no, but he. <laughs> NRBQ. It's an NRBQ yeah. New Rhythm and Blues Quartet. Which and there's a, there's a Ralph Junior, right? <laughs> Jeff. Now there's a new numbers oh, Ralph yeah. Michaels guy now too. There's a new one, yeah. right? Jeff, Jeff Michaels. Jeff Michaels. This Ralph. Junior and uh, um, you know, I guess prepare the world for good news, right? That's what Armageddon prepares the world for bad news. It's, well, it's no. Jeff Michaels' good news. You know, we need we need more we need more info like this. You know, the world can never have too many trends. And Ralph does a great job of really digging into these things. But no, he had it from like whether it was a three-game road trip, six-game road trip, nine-game road trip, and yeah. nothing is nothing is blindly bat or blanket coverage but for me it's more so let's say like a team like Arizona they were just in Philadelphia you know what I mean teams yeah. that are like east coast west coast and stuff and there's certain there's certain angles to it you know you talked about the bullpens and all that stuff I get it Tony but to me there's mm -hmm. just sort of a human nature aspect to it basically it doesn't yeah. matter who you are whether you're yeah. rich or not right I mean they all have dogs you know what I mean these yeah. guys like their dogs and <laughs> like seriously, right? Like this and that. So uh, they've been gone yeah. for ten days. They get home, and it's not and, like they, no you know, they get home. No yeah, well, it's not like they get home and they start partying right away. But you know, they get home and it's like, you know what? I take the dog for a walk. I'm gonna, you know, maybe I'll play around at golf today. You know, so I got a quick day off here, right? I I, I got to handle this. I got to handle that. Man, I got to go to that car dealer. I'm buying that new car, and I only have one day off. Like, you got to remember, athletes don't have a lot of spare time, so their spare time is usually booked. So you know what I mean? And we talked about it today, Tony, in which. It's better not to have that day off because it's almost like a road game because you're getting back home and then, boom, you're right at the stadium right away. You don't have time to sit around at your house and do things. Agreed. I'm with you on not only much of what Ralph sent you and much of what you just uh, – the verbiage you just spilled or spewed or spit to me, um, but, you know, this was a Chris Sale versus Brandon Fat. And while Brandon Fat has potential and is a, 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 a top-tier prospect, for Arizona, Chris Sale has gotten a bad rap. Sure, he has a 5-0. Came in with yeah. a 5-0-1 ERA, right? But that really doesn't That was from earlier in the season. Exactly. That's correct. That's, he's a 4-0-1 FIP. A 3.5 XFIP. Okay, this is across 50 innings. 62 strikeouts against just 13 walks coming in tonight. And he gave up 15 of his 20 earned runs in the first trio, first three starts of the season. And we know he's. this is really kind of a uh, well, hopefully he can make it through the whole season because he hasn't pitched the whole season in I don't know how long, right? Um, I mean, in the last six starts, 305 ERA, 291 FIP, 38 one innings, five runs to a really good. Now, this is a pretty good, I think, a really good Baltimore offense against left-handed pitching, if you look at those numbers. So you're right. I mean, the play tonight was a small price, small road favorite on Chris Sale against the prospect. Uh, I'm in. Tony Finn kicking with us, uh, Tony. You know I got to bring up the Los Angeles Dodgers before you. Do. I know. Um, you know I want to see the number, and I don't know if you can tell me actually if you have it in front of you, or we can get it. I mean, we got a break coming up a couple minutes. But what's the Dodgers record in Game Ones of series? Is because that's when you get them. I was just talking about my theory about road teams. I'm telling you, the Dodgers. That's when they lose games more often than not. But it's a tough spot. They've been on the road. You get the Cardinals. You get the Braves. Now you roll into Tampa. You know, best team in baseball. And, oh, yeah, it's the first time they played since the World Series. I knew the Dodgers were up against it. Thank God there's only two more games left of this 10-game road trip uh, for the Dodgers. We'll be there next Saturday for the, the Dodgers and Yankees game. Um, they get the Yankees next week. And the Dodgers' schedule is a killer all year. But that's one thing I'll say. It's cool, the baseball schedule for everybody. No one really has an easy ride. Like, if you look at teams, like, you got to play a lot of good teams this year because you're playing less uh, crap-ass teams in your own division all the time. But what do you think about the Dodger game tomorrow with Glass now and uh, Kershaw? It's a, it's, a, it's a great pitching match. But I heard you uh, during your, you know, during the dialogue, uh, intro 
when I when I came on the 925 mark, um, at least Vegas time. And you said something about really liking the cards this weekend. Well, I really, and I know we're gonna have time. I really had, I really like the baseball card, in particular tomorrow. A game. There's some pitching matchups, and you just mentioned one. Um, here's the deal. Normally, I would say I'm not gonna take glass off. That's kind of a layoff. Um, uh, you know, this is the first start we are in it at the end of May, almost June, right? And um, Kershaw's, listen, Kershaw's been really good. I don't care what my says. Kershaw's been really good, even going in back last year. He's just been damn good. And uh, unfo- but here's what Atlanta, the best team in baseball, at least for hard contact goes, save a couple of the teams, surprise teams like a Kansas City Royals team who who have a lot of hard contact with no runs scored and a lot of losses. Um, a left-handed uh, pitcher against Atlanta is almost, as you mentioned, a blind bet for me, almost. But in this situation, um, the Dodgers are damn good against right-handed pitching. Gabe, they're one of the best teams. They're a team I really hesitate to step back from when they're facing left-handed starter quality left-handed starter. But tomorrow night, uh, it, it's really difficult. The, the numbers shifted. If you saw the opening number in this game, you saw the Dodgers were a small favorite, road favorite. Um, money's come in on Atlanta. And I think they've shifted to about a buck fifteen, buck twenty for Glasnow. So, a lot of that's just Tampa Bay, right, Gabe? A lot of us. The fact is that Tampa Bay yeah. has been playing, much, doing things that we didn't expect them to do, and that is hit home runs and and take teams down by margin, not by one or two runs. And that's good for a Tampa Bay team that I think, if they have an Achilles, it's their bullpen. Tony Finn kicking with us. Tony, speaking of the cards, you said you like the card this weekend, but let me ask you about the Cardinals. Uh, They got Jack Flaherty on the hill here tonight. They fell short 4-3 to the -hmm. Guardians, but the Cardinals have been a hot uh, baseball team. What do you make of uh, this game with Jack Flaherty and the Guardians uh, tomorrow? I would say, uh, is anyone else listening? Are you, Gabe, are you surprised on the price on this? You would think that, Against a Guardians team, which listen, this this team, I think they rank 29th or 30th uh, in WBA. They can't hit the ball. Put it on the I was on the Cardinals tonight. Yeah. Even though Bieber was pitching, listen, the Cardinals were three and seven in Bieber's ten starts this year. Yeah. Bieber's a good pitcher, but it's not like they win when he pitches. They did win tonight, four three. More with Tony Finn on the other side. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Available now wherever you get your podcasts. This team is fired up. We came here to play. All right. He'll lose. What? Didn't you hear what he said? Look at the fear in his eyes. Listen to the quiver in his voice. He's a little boy lost in a game of men. You think we should bet against him? I bet my entire college fund on it. You got it. Mo, $23 on New York. Late night anger match for class. This is Portrait. I am Gable Morenci. Craig Kimbrell is the eighth pitcher of Major League Baseball history to reach 400 career saves. Congratulations to Craig Kimbrell on that uh, accomplishment. 
Jorge Soler has homered in four straight games, his second uh, tied for the second longest streak in franchise history behind Giancarlo Stanton in 2017. And here's a prop I left on the table tonight, actually. Uh, Elena Deladon um, now has 62 25-point games, fifth most all-time in WNBA history. This girl is a baller. Uh, her player prop uh, tonight was 19 and a half. So just, just to note that moving forward, as we stated, we bet on everything, Tony. WNBA, player props, you name it, man. Under 20 World Cup soccer, World Hockey Championships. I made money. I made 250 bucks tonight on a CFL preseason game, Tony. Right. <laughs> CFL preseason right. football game. I bet under 44 you know, and a half. It landed at 43. You know, Speaking of props, and I want to throw this in because we were talking Dodgers, but um, if you're not betting, at least taking a stab or a grab at stolen bases against Syndergaard, then you're you're leaving money on the table. Am I wrong? You know what? I've gotten away from it a little bit, but that's a very good point. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very good. You know, early in the season, dude, I was hammering yeah. the D-back stolen base props. Right, it right. was like. For class, our apologies. I believe uh, maybe our master control, or there's uh, there's obviously some difficulties somewhere. Lost um, lost along the the pipeline, the syndicated pipeline. But we do apologize for any technical difficulties that are completely out of my control. And we know it's not Tony Finn's fault. It's not mm-hmm. your fault, Tony. Oh, that's that's such good news. Yeah, no, exactly. You sound great tonight, actually. <laughs> See, see, uh, I figured it was my fault. There's no doubt about I, that. I would start flipping out and stuff, but it's like, so, you know, <laughs> serenity now and sanity later. And sanity, I don't know. I don't know which which route I could take, but yeah, yeah. You know, it's serenity. the end of the week. I think um, I think our phone lines. I think our operation needs like to be looked at, Tony. It's like you know, like uh, like a tune up. You got to take the car. They, yeah. they need to look under the hood. Like well, we've had, you, like basically, we've we've had three or four problems this week, but we've averted disaster without people knowing it. It happened like right after, sort of like um, like at uh, McCarran Airport. There's always planes that nearly hit each other, Tony. You never find out about it though. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's like trying to take a drive from to the Rose Bowl. It's uh, things that yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, um, since you and I did take a drive to the Rose Bowl <laughs> once before, except. <laughs> It was the middle of the night. No one was playing. Yeah. Uh, no. We almost, you and I are almost destined. We have to go to the Rose Bowl now to a game. Well, I think so. Doesn't have yeah, to be yeah. the Rose Bowl game. You know, that'd be cool, but. Down to the yeah. drive, you know, we'll see some, we'll see some uh, vampires. It'll be no, 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 no. Well, I'm getting an Uber for us this time. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would take cut. Nah, I don't like that idea. But um, it's a true story, too. Me, me and Tony. 
we're outside. Uh, it was a Super Bowl in L.A. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somehow we end up in Pasadena. They like the ritzy part of Pasadena, too. And I didn't like it. I was like, man, it's two in the morning, bro, or three in the morning. We're in Pasadena. And I said, you know, we, we, we were, Tony took the wrong exit. Next thing you know, we're at the Rose Bowl uh, and stuff. So we come out of Pasadena and we get back on the freeway. And then, like, two minutes later, man, there's, like, a cop car with sirens on behind us, <laughs> right? And I'm like, I'm like, oh, God. I was like, oh, I knew it, man. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, this is just great. And then, so we pull, we start, you know, we're like, oh, man. So we sort of start pulling over. We're thinking, man, LAPD, man, hopefully we get shot here. So... We, we pull over. And, Remember, and Tony? Then, then we yeah, look, and there's like seven other cars. There's like five more of them that come. And we're like, oh, my God. Are they calling? Like, why are they calling the SWAT team on us? I know. I know. No, so, I knew they were. I knew, uh, I knew they were after us. And, and, yeah, no, you can't make this up, guys. So we oh, pull into this hotel. Yeah, with Cam Stewart. Yeah, he yeah. was panicking. We pull into this hotel, right? And... The cop follows us, like, right into the hotel, like, entrance, and there's a cop behind us, and then there's, like, seven cop cars roll up and surround us type of thing. Oh, my God. And yeah. we're sitting in the car for, like, I don't know, almost, like, five minutes, and nothing's happening. <laughs> right? And I, I said, F this. Finally, I'm like, F this. I'm getting out with my hands up, right? I get out, and I'm like, hey, man. I said, what's going on, man? I said, do you even <laughs> want to talk to us or what's up, man? And remember, he goes, what? Yeah. He goes, he goes, yeah. no, no, man. He goes, no, 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 we're not here for you. And I guess you're right behind us. He goes, no, you're just in the wrong place at the wrong time, buddy. He goes, it's all good, man. And I get out of the car, Cam gets out of the car, and Tony peels off. See you guys. <laughs> like, he's like, and the cops I was gonna go. I was going to park, if you remember, and I missed the turn to park even. I went around the block. Yeah, there and there was twenty more. When I got back around, there was another twenty cop cars, and I I didn't even. Oh, I just I called you about ten minutes later. I said, you know what? I'm going home. I'm going. Yeah, I'm driving. I'm it wasn't meant to be. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't meant to be. No, I know. I remember I had a bag, and the cop told me he started. He kind of laughed. The cop. He goes, oh, yeah. oh. He goes, oh, yeah. Of course. He goes, yeah. I guess he did think it was for you, right? He started laughing almost. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah man. I said, what's he got? Eight cars here. Like, and he goes, no. He goes, no, buddy. You just happened to be pulling in at the same time we did. That's what he told me. Yeah. <laughs> and, we're, and we're still, I asked him, what's going 80. on? I said, what's going on in there? He goes, ah, oh, there was a threesome. There he goes, there's some sort of sex party that went wrong. He goes, somebody got jealous about something and pulled a gun. He goes, they got a gun, though. So, and he goes, basically, he goes, anytime there's a report of a gun, we have to send the, the whatever team. So, yeah, the hotel was late. He, yeah, he told me, he goes, you better not stand out here for the next hour. He goes, you better go in your room. <laughs> that was good stuff. It's in my book. Gonna be yeah, yeah. So I'm saying, yeah. next time, yeah, we'll go and we'll we'll go to the Rose Bowl in the broad daylight, see a UCLA yeah. game, and yeah. uh, and uh, we yeah. won't, we won't we won't have anything uh, anything bad happen this time. Although that was Maybe. that was all good. Nothing bad happened to us. It was worse yeah. for the guy with the gun in the hotel that they took down. But I, uh, I, I wasn't story. around, but I figured you. I figured you'd know the whole story on that. Maybe not, I did. The know? cops. I, yeah. yeah. And plus, they were all in the lobby after. Like they cleared out the room and everything. So yeah, we. Everyone in the hotel saw everything. Um, good stuff. Good stuff. Oh uh, yeah, good um, memories. That was a funny night. All right. Yeah. So Tony, where were we when I got so when, unceremoniously dropped? Oh uh, well, I think talking we about talking the about St. Louis the, Cardinals. And we were talking about the 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 Dodgers being going into the night. They were twelve and four. In game one of series, I looked it up for you. Twelve and four okay. uh, tonight. Now twelve and five, but unusual. Um, yeah, to get to die. They've been listen. They haven't been over the top great this year. They've, their bullpen has blown up a couple times, but they're right on. You know, they're playing in a good division, a very good division, and they're on top right now. And and the team again that has the biggest question marks again, despite the fact that they spent one billion dollars the last two years. Well, the San Diego Padres. You're right. And listen, the bar is so high for the Los Angeles Dodgers that you just said, well, they're not this and that. Well, they do have the second best record in the National League. Right. By a half a game behind only the Atlanta Braves. They have the fifth best record in Major League Baseball. 
But I guess you're right. I mean, by their standards, it's not the best, right? Or it's not the second best. But one thing that we've seen, Tony, one of our guests brought this up. I thought it was a good point, actually. And I don't think the Dodgers are doing it subconsciously, that they don't care anything. But whatever, dude. They, they won 107 games. They were 106 mm-hmm. two years ago. They won 111 or whatever it was. 111, 106. They didn't win anything after. You know what I mean? Right. I think right. they're sort of looking right now and thinking it's more about the big picture than racking up 111 wins every year right now. And I don't mind that attitude. No. No. They're, uh, they, at this, uh, the pace they're on, and the numbers they're putting up, uh, again, save some of the pitching numbers, some of the, especially the backside. Uh, they're on pace to win 97 games. Like that's right. 96, 97. Yeah, yeah, I exactly. That range. Over yeah. 98. <laughs> yeah, I'm you on have the, the bet? I got 96 and a half. So, yeah, that's why yeah. I know. I checked the other. I was updating the number. I saw fan graphs. It was like 97.4 or something like that, they said. That's I was right. like, ah, you're a little light. I think they, you know, probably accurate. They're going to get hot again. This has been a tough schedule, Tony. This run for the Dodgers this last weekend. Well, it's a it's a tough schedule across the board when you have when you play every team, you know, and you're and yep. you're not playing the yep. old division schedule that they played for years and years. Uh, although I don't think that's a, necessarily a a detriment or a negative for the Dodgers in a division like theirs. This schedule, as tough as it is, is still going to benefit them. I think uh, not having to always face. The hated Giants, or at least the Dodgers, uh, the fans that hate the Giants, and the Giants that hate the Dodgers, but San Diego and the Arizona team is playing pretty well. Yeah, but now they end up, uh, now they got to play the Yankees next week, uh, anyways. Uh, so, the Tony, can't hit. We, got, we got a break coming up here in a minute or so, okay. but uh, the Blue Jays. I like yep. the Blue Jays tonight. I think a lot of people thought I was crazy because how cold they've been, but they're as streaky as it comes, man, this team. Yeah. And they had a rough week, but they had uh, they had a players only meeting and then they had a meeting with the manager and they, you know, there were a lot of meetings uh last yeah. night and in the hotel like over the last 24 hours with this team. Everybody met with everybody and Listen, Ed Gossman on the hill here tonight. I thought they would respond. The Jays lose to ALE's teams. Everyone else, they're beating. They can't. They suck in their division. On the hot. More with Tony Finn on the other side. This is Portrait. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. All right. Well, it's been a pretty quick uh, level one here. Quickest Sunday minutes in sports talk radio. We had a little bit of a blip, <laughs> a mini blip. Hey, it's going to happen. You know, it's like they said on The Simpsons. When you're right 52% of the time, hey, you're going to be wrong 48% of the time. But <laughs> we're on all the time. 
We've actually had a pretty smooth ride, but just I'm just saying, like, behind the scenes even, like, there's been a lot of, like, near misses. We did an interview the other day with someone, and our phones, like, there was, like, a power outage or something somewhere. It's never me, but I talk into a mic, it gets sent out, and there's a lot of different, you know, we're, we're like, four different cities. And then, not to mention, there's, like, then it gets sent out to, like, 100-plus cities after. So I don't know what the hell happens. I talk into the mic until I see the red light is off. Tony Finn with us uh, right now. So what do you think of the Blue Jays, uh, Tony? I'm talking about their woes, but they win tonight for me. Hit a nice same game well, parlay, I'm... Tony. I had the Blue Jays yeah. to win the game and Kevin Gossman over seven and a half strikeouts plus 155. Well, it, I'll tell you, Gossman's a, his story. He's a is, beast. Uh, yeah. If you look at his numbers, and you, there's there's a couple games. He had a couple blows. It's actually fairly strange. Gabe, if you, it's hard to believe a guy can have such a dichotomy between his blowups and his what he's been really good at for the most part. Day starts that have been fantastic this year, but um, if he's on, uh, he's as good as there is in baseball. Bottom line, as good as there is, he he strikes out enough guys to to basically to subsidize some of the hard contact. But uh, I like Toronto tonight. I did, in fact, honestly. I like Toronto against Pablo Lopez tomorrow as well. I agree. I think the Jays, as you said, they're a streaky team. They're going to get on a roll. Like you said, Gosman's a stud, but the Blue Jays kept losing at all of his starts. But he yeah. just, he yeah. mows them down. Eight strikeouts uh, tonight. But, man, these strikeout props, they're too sharp, man. They, you know, the numbers are, there's no there's no value. They, they, they win by one or lose by one. That's his sports yeah. range. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts.